in the morning. Bigger and badder than Cloverfield, more intense than Blair Witch, it's America's most monstrous home movies. Eight rolls of badly damaged 16mm film reveal one of the most bizarre cover-ups in the annals of true-life events. Suppressed from the public, the contents of the film cans unspool, telling the simple documentation of four buddies and their weekend outdoors, but quickly turning into a terrifying menace in the form of strange reptilian lizards. Did they rise from the lake? What was left of the town they trampled underfoot? Could they be tied in to all the disappearances? Don't believe everything you see. Experience it! I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here we review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Uh, here we are, week three of uh, Found Footage Month here on B-Movie Bros. Uh, we're taking a look at the 2008 film Monster Movie by, by the Polonia Brothers. Yep, the Polony Brothers and Camp Motion Pictures, directed by Mark Polonia, and starring Mark and John Polonia. So, you heard what the IMDb description had to say, because we own two copies of this on DVD, and neither of them came with a description. And we bought both of them from Mark Polonia himself, actually. So, uh, so yeah, let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Uh, let's, let's start with the bottom. What's, what's bad here? Um... For me, number three. Uh, the movie, like most found footage films, just takes too long to get to the action and stuff actually happening. You know, the first half hour, at least, of this movie is just kind of like them driving and talking and nothing exciting happening. Yeah, pretty pretty typical of the found footage uh, genre for the most part. Um, number two... Kind of a, the smallest bit of spoiler that I can do, is, but spoiler alert, we only learn the fate of one of the characters. We don't really get to find out what happens to everybody else. There was a scene where I thought everybody was dead for a second. I'm like, well, I don't know what happened, but there they are. But it turned out they were all sleeping. So, um, And then number one, this was sadly the final film that John Polonia made before he died. So, Paul, your bottom three. All right, for my bottom three, some of the dialogue, especially during the first act of the film, seemed kind of forced and kind of clumsy, to be honest. It got better as the plot was fully established, but I thought it kind of it kind of came off on a rough start. And it's, it's kind of typical of films, especially this kind. I mean, you're trying to set up. You haven't really established the characters. But, you know, I, I had to point that out at least. Number two... So there was this one scene where there's this CGI fire shown in the distance, and oh my god, it was just laughable. Like it's so, it it looks so fake, and I know I know it's a low budget film, and CGI unless it's like high budget, like almost never looks good. But I I couldn't help but think like man, they they could have done without that completely, and it would have actually made the film slightly better. I mean. Was enough to ruin it or like really detract much from it, but I had to point that out. Number one, there's not a whole lot of people dying or getting killed or massacred throughout the film. Um, there's a lot of running and a lot of talking and a lot of speculating about what the monster is and where it came from, and a lot more running and talking and speculating. However, there's not a whole lot of blood or action or violence throughout the duration of the film. I mean, I wasn't expecting much. I mean, it's a low-budget 
found footage film. It's normally just about the characters discovering what's what's happening and trying to escape from it. But I, I was just kind of hoping for a little bit more um, blood and gore and, you know, visceral effects. But, you know, it's just a personal preference. I mean, there, there was nothing going into this movie that led me to believe we were going to see any of that stuff. So, I mean, it, it really wasn't a factor for me. I just... Except for the fact that it's all horror film and it's found footage film, and those are I'm not sure pretty entang- entangled. In I mean, that. I guess I guess it's I guess it can be considered horror. I would have I would have put it more like a sci-fi thriller. I think like as opposed that, to a horror film. I think horror. Fi- I think found footage films are by default part horror. But, but uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get on to the top. What was good about this movie? Um, number three for me. Uh, the movie proves that Alan and Joseph survived the movie Splatter Farm after all, as, uh, as Mark and John reprise their roles as Alan and Joey, as John is called in this movie. But let, let's face it, it's, it's Alan and Joseph, and they made it off of Grizzly Acres with, with nary a scratch on their body. Finally, we get to see the sequel, to the, I guess, unofficial sequel to Splatter Farm. Number two. Those boys never get a break, I gotta say. I mean, yeah. The, it, who knows? Number two. Uh, the interactions, at least to me, of the characters seemed pretty genuine. Like, they do really belong on this trip together. That these is how, This is how these guys interact and they talk to each other. Yeah, there is a bit of, like, awkwardness to the dialogue. But, I mean, if you've ever gone into the woods with four other guys, you know, that's or, or three other guys, you know, that's, that's kind of how things start off and how things go, typically, at the beginning. Uh, at number one for me, I love the monster in this movie. It looks and feels like it's straight out of a 1950s giant monster movie. And, you know, it just makes me feel like this is a movie from a simpler time, done in a simple but well-made fashion. I just I, I think the choice to go with you know however they made that lizard and you know how they shot it just gave it that like real old school feel that didn't make it feel like it was terrible. It made it feel like it fit and was just wonderfully uh, made me wonderfully happy to watch it. Yeah, is that your number one? Yeah, that, that was number one. All right. So number three, like Corey said, I'm glad to see that Alan and Joseph survived their stay at Aunt Lacey's farm and escaped Grizzly Grizzly Acres. I mean, I've seen Splatter Farm several times, and I was really certain that they were killed by Jeremy, but here they are in Monster Movie. Now adults, both married and on a camping trip with friends. Glad to, th- glad to see things worked out. I mean, mostly, but that would be a spoiler. Number two. I like the fact that this movie was recorded on film. It helped create a an old school kind of style that I don't think I've really seen in any other found footage film. I mean, the others are normally filmed on like cassette or or digitally, so that was kind of a nice touch. Was was it actually filmed on film or was that just like a plot device? Because I I thought it was I'm, just a film filter that they used on a digital recording. I'm not sure, but I'm just gonna say it was. But I mean, e- like, even so, like like how the how the filter is or how the film is with that grainy texture. I mean, it really works for this movie. It was more like the idea that it was it was um the conscious idea that it was made on film that I thought was really a nice touch. I mean, like I said, most of them are either are either digital or on or um, on some other platform. But that was kind of cool. It definitely um. Helped uh, create the vibe and atmosphere of the film. And number one, I loved the giant monster. This dinosaur thing that served as the main antagonist of the film. It was just so cheesy and ridiculous and just amazing. 
It reminded me of a monster from one of those 1950s drive-in B-movies from, like, one of those um, really cheap creature feature films, and it really helped just remind me that this movie was made to be fun and not really taken too serious, and I, I just, I really enjoyed that. It it was fantastic. Attack of my fi- child's favorite rubber lizard. <laughs> Attack of the giant men in rubber suits. So, you know, something that we uh, we did kind of touch upon, uh, but not too much, is the uh, the dialogue of the film. So let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. war. We'll quote this film back and forth. You two tell us who had the better quotes. Um, I'll get us started off with, uh, We just started our trip and we're already lost. Horses can't tell if they're dead. Hookers can tell if they're alive. I'm going to grab what I can before these guys throw me out. Where are the white women at? We've got blondes and brunettes and some spring water. I think we should hide the chainsaw and the axe. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything you want to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. I think it's time we give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are a reverse scale, 1 to 10. 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to give this movie uh, to get through this movie? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I also gave it a 3 out of 10. Well, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, for, for once, we didn't watch the movie together, and, you know, we still <laughs> ended up giving it the same score. Pretty much, yeah. Great um, minds and all that, right? However so, the rest of that quote goes. So, I have to say, uh, Monster Movie is one of those movies that tells you exactly what it is. A movie where there is a monster. That being said, on the lines of a found footage film, it isn't all that bad. One of the best qualities is the cohesiveness and genuine interactions of the cast. The monster is cheesy as hell, but it really harkens back to the monster movies of the 50s and 60s. In that vein, the choice to make the movie look like grainy film also added to the old-timey feel, which really just made this movie a joy to watch. Monster Movie is an interesting combination of found footage film and low-budget creature feature. It was made in a way that managed to be fun and entertainment throughout, throughout its entire um, duration. A group of, of guys decide to record their annual camping trip, but find themselves attacked by a giant lizard-slash-dinosaur-slash-monster creature thing. The monster looks staggeringly unrealistic, which actually worked really well for this film, and kept the tone of the movie lighthearted. It was even recorded on film, which, or at least looked like it was recorded on film, which helped provide a look similar to the films that it was playing tribute to. The characters were all likable and had their own unique personalities, and the story was actually kind of unique, considering it was a found footage film. Most, most importantly, Monster Movie never tries to be something it's not, and remains fun throughout its entire runtime. The usual appeal of found footage films is the fact that it gives the impression of realism, portrayed through a first-person perspective. However, a monster movie manages to subvert this expectation, creating a found footage that film that focuses more on entertainment rather than realism. And it just works really well. So there you have it, a 3 out of 10 from both of us. Uh, pretty good score if you want to take, uh, check it out. I, I suggest finding a copy of it. Definitely. It's, it's not like most other found footage films. It's just it's fun. It's entertaining. It's not trying to convince you that it's real but it's just trying to entertain you, which is kind of basically Polony Brothers Entertainment in a nutshell, really. And for me, I mean, I'm not a fan of found footage films, and I would say I would watch this movie again. This is, this is the first movie this month where I'm actually like, I would, I would watch it again just because I enjoyed it that much. Yeah, I, I genuinely enjoy found footage films, but this is a, a, a unique take. It was a nice um, deviation from the very serious, like, is that real, is it not kind of thing. It was... Um, 
lighthearted and just entertaining. I, I definitely appreciated that. Well, I think it's time, friends, to tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time Rob's hat changes, take a drink. Number two, every time one of the monsters is shown, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone mentions Satch, take a drink. Number four, anytime something is on fire, take a drink. And, of course, number five, because it's found footage month, anytime the screen gets all staticky, take a drink. Every time the characters try finding food unsuccessfully, take a drink. Every time you see the monster, take a drink. Every time a character who isn't part of the core group of campers is shown, take a drink. And every time one of the characters is asleep, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are provided below. If you have a film film you've made that you've liked us to review, you can submit it to, on our website. As of now, we have dozens of submissions that, to get through, so if you'd like your review done by a particular date or within a certain time period, consider donating to our PayPal in order to push it, uh, push it your review to the top of our list. All donations are appreciated, and we appreciate all support we get. So, here we are, the uh, end of week three here, Found Footage Month, uh, this August, and, um, Let's rank these movies we've seen so far. Uh, for me, number three, Devil's Trail. Um, yeah, as much as I hate to say it, but when it's a found footage movie and the highlight is the uh, the three naked girls in the first like ten minutes of the film, uh, that's that's not saying much for your found footage. I mean, it's a pretty good catch, but like you know, it it, it can't it can't save the save a movie that's no, number two. Uh, the last broadcast, although the majority of the movie was documentary, it overall was a very good film and it you know, just paved the path for uh, the modern found footage film to uh, come to light. Uh, but number one, for me, monster movie, you heard me say it earlier, you know, I actually genuinely enjoyed watching this movie and would willingly watch it again just to be like, hey, I want some, I want to throw something entertaining on, you know, I'll throw on monster movie. Um, it was fun. It was entertaining. And uh, I... It wasn't about jump scares or anything. It was just there to let you enjoy a movie. By number three, I picked Devil's Trail. I understand what they were trying to do. I don't think the movie was bad, but really not the best found footage film I've seen. Not the worst, but I I had a problem with the way the ending went, where it's like, oh, it's ending this way, but it's not really. It's like, all right, I, I get it. It's It's a twist within a twist. Okay. Number two, the last broadcast. As the great-grandfather of found footage films, I genuinely enjoyed it. It was kind of slow-paced, didn't really count as a found footage film, but, you know, unique to say the least. And number one, monster movie. It didn't take itself too seriously. It was fun to watch. And overall, I like the fact that it managed to combine found footage with um, old creature feature films, which is... Not something I thought I'd see, but I really did enjoy that. I appreciate that very much. 
So, you know, after escaping from giant iguanas, we managed to find yet another film. I think it'll be nice to stay inside for a change instead of trouncing through the woods all night. Unless, of course, there's a killer in the house. And with our luck, there probably is. So, uh, next week, the 2017 found footage film, Unlisted Owner, by our, uh, you know, new friend Jed Bryan. So, let's see what it has to offer. And if you want to check out a a, uh, chat we had with Jed Bryan, um, check out our B-Movie chat on found footage films, where he was kind enough to um, join us for that one. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Oh, my God.